Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way, just to keep it interesting. Well, what a start. Um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Comedy Arcade, um, listeners. We have a brilliant panel of three icons today. I'm very excited to have them here. I know, space. I've never been called an icon before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, three three icons, three strong, powerful women, and Ishan's also here. Ishan oh, Akar, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very happy to be here supporting on International Women's Day. I'm an ally. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, just just make sure you retweet this. That's... Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the legend that is Joe Coldfield. Hello. Hello. I'm good. Although I had forgotten it was International Women's Day and then I saw somebody post something and I immediately just went, oh God, I have to do something. Do I have to do something? Because it's International <laughs> Women's Day. Is it, can I have my earn the right to go, oh, fuck off. I don't want the day anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been tagged into a couple of posts of like strong, cool women, but the mm. pressure to do one back. What if you miss someone out? Because I noticed, yeah. I noticed lists that I think I should be on. That I'm, not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not proud that I noticed but you do don't you it's like oh I thought it was a shoe in for that so I just yeah I'll probably do nothing which is part of the problem though isn't it that is how I got into comedy though I used to complain all the time that there were no women speakers at conferences but I'd be asked to speak and I turned them down because I was a coward so um, I did oh. a stand-up comedy course for corporate speaking and that's how this all started so and I still don't do any corporate speaking. <laughs> I've done two corporate gigs talking about how I did a comedy course to get over my fear of corporate speaking. That's the only corporate speaking I've ever done. It's like corporate Great. speaking inception. And um, last but certainly not least, the brilliant Louise Lee reporting in from Bristol. How are you? Or I mean, lovers, I think is what they say, but I don't know. I'm passionate. <laughs> is, this, is this being, are you filming the video as well? Um, I will take cuts from it okay. or trailers, right. not the whole thing. For those but... of you who are listening to this, Louise has got the best background. It is so YouTube. It is so 
Hi guys, my makeup tutorial is today. Welcome to the rec room. This is not my computer. Okay, yes. I love this. That brick wall thing is sick. Yeah, brick wallpaper. We've decorated the room for my now 13-year-old child. And he was like, yeah, I want brick effect wallpaper. And I want teal and navy and orange. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Let's do it. And then as soon as it went up, he went, it's really overwhelming. I'm moving out. Well, now you're a great taste. Yeah, he's got great taste. I love all that. know how to build a shag pad better than me? This is ridiculous. It's awful. Yeah, it's now the cool teenage hangout zone. I've got makeup. It does look like an American family sitcom room as well. Yeah, it's great. I can see the Harry Potters in that one little cubicle there. Oh yeah, no shoot, I should probably ditch them. Some of them are first editions, though, so oh, wow. they've got no value now. Basically, they've got no value. <laughs> it's like Beanie Babies, we were sold a lie. Uh, <laughs> anyway, do we all know how to play the game? <laughs> no. Yeah. Look, I did. I did listen. I listened, but I didn't. I, but people didn't seem to be playing the game. It just seemed to be people talking. So I was like, "Oh, that's fine." Yeah, because yes. every week I have this conversation. It becomes clear nobody has listened to the rules, and then I can't be bothered to explain them. So that is how the last <laughs> week. <laughs> Sorry. A little Sorry. more free form. <laughs> There's a, there's a work card or something, isn't there? Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll work it out together. We'll work it out together. I've got my bingo ball full of balls here. They make a really soothing sound. Yeah, that's soothing. I like sounds the noise. Like yeah, it sounds like I'm at the dentist. Is it? I would change your dentist. Yeah. <laughs> that That's yeah. not normal. Dentists are expensive. You find a guy, he came to this country five years ago, he says he's a dentist, he drives a minicab during the day, I just go to him, it's so fine. You said you were a dentist. Has <laughs> he got a manual drill? Yeah. <laughs> a hand, like a whisk with a blade on it. Blade? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the category is embarrassing injuries. <laughs> How's that dentist going for you, Ishan? Are they all uh, <laughs> those teeth all your own? <laughs> so do we, yeah, they are. Just about. I'm thinking of get, getting Invisalign though. But is the category genuinely embarrassing injuries? Yeah. Do you want me to tell you my embarrassing? I've genuinely got so that many. That is literally the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I, how do how do I say this? So I gave my cousin a piggyback up the stairs because I thought it'd be funny. And as we turned a corner, he pushed against one of the walls and my foot was overhanging the step and the whole of his body fought, fell on my foot and I broke my second and third metatarsals. Now, you'd think, hey, giving Cousin Piggy back up the stairs, he must have been a kid. I was 21. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got really hyper. I grew up in a Muslim household, so I, I didn't drink. Well, I drank secretly but I didn't drink about my family. So I got a hyper on coke, did this. I told my mum, mum, I think my foot's broken. I need to go to hospital. And she was like, I'm having a nice time. We'll go in a bit. And I was like, okay. An hour later, my foot's swelling up to the size of like a bowling ball, basically. My mum, I need to go. She goes, well, I can't drive. So he's going to drive. I drove myself. <laughs> With your big, big foot. With my <laughs> foot hanging <laughs> off. <laughs> using my left foot. It was absolute nightmare. I had a 400 quid Ford Fiesta with no power steering writhing in pain drove myself to the hospital the doctor said i uh, gave me a cast came out and i'm on these crutches and my first, my mum's initial reaction as soon as i came out was oh for god's sake 
hard. Just have to find another driver. <laughs> I, to- I told everyone that I broke it because of playing football, but I didn't tell them the real story, which is the people up the stairs. Oh, you were being like the best cousin ever. <laughs> yeah, it was fun though. Nothing happened to him. He just loved it. I was on crutches for eight weeks. <laughs> I think, yeah, that would have been funnier for a child rather yeah. than, <laughs> than traumatising. <laughs> that is a good opening salvo. Anybody else got any embarrassing injuries to share with me? I don't know if it's embarrassing. It was, um, I felt it was, there was an injustice done on how it was reacted to. Um, when I was about nine, I was at boarding school because my parents were in the Air Force, right? So, and it was convent and you weren't allowed out of your room at night. But one of the things that was very enjoyable and there wasn't much that was enjoyable was running along a lino floor with your slippers on and then sliding. And we would do that, right? It was a long, long Victorian corridor and we'd slide. And I slid, and I was very good at sliding. And I slid and then realised I was heading towards the toilet door, which was one of those Victorian doors where the top half is glass, stained glass, and the bottom half is wood. Oh. And I put my hands to stop myself right through the glass and the glass all smashed, right? So all my hands were all cut up and I was taken to hospital and everything. But the main thing that I got I got in trouble for was that sitting on the toilet was the ancient nun, Mother Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all about how Josephine Caulfield had tried to kill Mother Benedict and Mother Benedict has never been the same. And you're like, well, she was 100 or something anyway, right? <laughs> but she'd been on the toilet at the time. But just thinking of the no sympathy, like I had to have stitches down both of my thumbs, right? Because it was all covered in glass. But absolutely no sympathy and got like points for punishment and all that sort of thing because they took it as that I tried to attack, attack. this nun who was sitting on the toilet. There would have been a better way though. Like they couldn't have had much faith in your teachings if they well, thought think, that was how you choose to yeah, do it, flying like a superhero. Through yeah, wait, get a nun with a tripwire, no bother. Yeah, yeah. wait till um, she comes out of the toilet what and do effort. something. Yeah. What an yeah. effort, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no actually, yeah. Most that is unjust. Yeah, dicking about, I think, is absolutely the most dangerous thing I've ever partaken in. Like I did my hamstring dicking about. Um, but the the injury that I brought to show you today is the time I featured in the accident book at work uh, because I cricked my neck getting into a support knicker. And what do you do with a support knicker? I don't even well, know what a support I knicker is. I wear like a Spanx. All right. Like a, you know, yeah. a lady's undergarment. Uh, and I was working at this shopping channel and they were selling like a knockoff Spanx uh, back at the turn of the millennium. And we were encouraged to try stuff on and try the product. So I thought, well, I'm going to try on the Spanx. And I was like, yeah, I've got five minutes before the show starts. Run into the bathroom, get halfway into a knicker. Yeah. And somehow something in here just went like that. And... Like, you know, when you're in so much pain, you almost black out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in the, in the toilets with half a knicker on. Um, and I'm like, I've got, I've got to, I'm not going to die here, you know? Yeah. This is not how they're finding me. I'm like, what would be better than being found? I know, staggering out into the office with half a knicker on. Um, and blacking out there, which is what I did. And um, I made it into the accident book and it was read out in front of the whole management team. Lovely. So oh Ishan, yeah. it's like a tubey grip, but 
for your whole body. Yeah, yeah. no, I figured I've I've been I've been with women before. Also women who wore that kind of stuff. <laughs> See, I thought it was something completely different. I liked the idea of it, a support knicker. I thought it was like would would, would somehow say things that would make you feel better or something. Why are you going, down? No, you You're look good in this. Woman. Yeah. You look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make them. And you look down, you go to the loo, it goes, you're okay. You're okay. What is curious there? I love this. Do you know if this is true, though? Like, both your stories, they're accidents. You didn't intend for the outcome to happen. I didn't intend for my foot to get broken, but it was inherently a stupid thing to give my cousin a piggyback up the stairs, age 21. I feel like men, boys especially, tend to do things unnecessarily riskier than women ever would, maybe because it's International Women's Day, but I feel like men are just really... I'll have you know that sliding all the way down the corridor was considered quite risky at the time. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. I I also went to boarding school, um, and we had this uh, jape where we would throw our mattresses out of the window and leap out of the window onto the mattresses. Okay, that's insane. So, you know, there was I, a lot of leaping, and that I really brings well with it. A lot of climbing on things, leaping, because there was so little room for, to actually do anything doing, bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there was a lot of climbing. Uh, we climbed up. Um, there was a above the gym, again, Victorian. So you were sort of on, I suppose, just wooden struts above this. And that was a great thing to do. And you people would dare to go across it. And then, of course, sometime some girls fell down and broke oh, their somebody legs. Somebody bloody yeah. died. There was always a story always, about somebody Always someone died. ruining it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dying. Yeah. I didn't have the physical abilities to climb anything, so when I was at school, I went to a boarding school. Too. Oh my god, you're a boarding school trio here! Oh my, oh god, my god, weird! <laughs> oh my god, hey guys, we're doing so well right now. Um, uh, oh no, it's okay. I you've got three damaged people. Yeah, that's what you've got. Got women here. We're still ticking the diversity boxes. Yeah. This is not a problem. But because um, <laughs> should I just no? I was going to shift to my accent, but because I I have uh, yeah because I couldn't climb stuff. Me and the two other fat boys in the year, we do food-based stupidity. So we once snorted, we once snorted wasabi. Thought it'd be really funny. Ooh. It was the most painful experience. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh my god, I love how young you are. Wasabi was a thing. So yeah. We didn't even have pastrami. No, we'd have been snorting brown sauce. That was the strongest thing there was. Smoked a banana. Smoked a banana. <laughs> Very different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll be fun. <laughs> what a round that was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the category is irrational dislikes. Oh, I have irrational dislike. Oh, is it irrational? We'll 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 judge. We'll be oh, the judge. Yeah, we'll be the judge of it, yeah. Can I have I? a lot of irrational dislikes. And now, do you know what? I'm thinking, God, I don't even know which one to say because they're yeah, flooding so through me. <laughs> like things that I, pe- things that people like and say will be fun. I've had a lot of that in lockdown. I'm whispering as though this means that my family won't hear me. <laughs> I, <laughs> but I thought, but I, I sort of enjoyed it because I was like, oh, so this is what people think is fun. I was right. It's not fun. <laughs> and it was my niece who I adore. But this is what she organised. Uh, one, we had a quiz. So we had the family quiz. Now, it wasn't that I like a quiz, but the fact that this wasn't really a quiz and I got quite annoyed that it wasn't a proper quiz. One of the rounds, because you had to make up the rounds yourselves, 
they'd taken pictures of bars of chocolate and you had to identify the name of the bar of chocolate. I was going, that's not a proper quiz question. And then there was another one about identifying biscuits. You go, this can't just be about things in your food cupboard. <laughs> we'll just, you know, I'm not an intellectual, but how fucking thick are we as a family? These are the questions we come up with. And then the other thing they did was um, they organised, um, uh, what do you call it? A murder mystery. You can do a oh, murder mystery yeah. on Zoom. Yeah, now I had a suspicion that these were terrible things. <laughs> And then when I did it and I thought, God, the only thing that would have been worse was if you're in a hotel with out of a work actors doing it, because they must be a fucking nightmare to be around. Right. Yeah. But this was you got a script and you had to buy it. She bought it off the inter Internet and it was a script. And the thing was, to me, the whole thing I found so insulting because the script was so bad. The jokes were yeah. so terrible. Yeah. And then that me, excuse me, the only performer in the family. I had like two lines. <laughs> <laughs> now the truth comes out. <laughs> mother-in-law who's 90 got a better part than I did. <laughs> How can we get Joe to shut up? Yeah. That's what it was called. <laughs> we get paid for this, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been the tone in my family. I know. Just shut her yeah, any things where, where people go, oh, this will be really fun. My automatic default setting is to my heart to drop and go, oh, fuck, I'm going to hate this. So I'm and glad generally... before we started the podcast, we went, oh, this is going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Joe has correctly identified that we don't adhere to the rules of the game that I made up for it. <laughs> oh, I feel, I feel on probation I it's here. It's the same that thing when, you know, when people go, oh, my God, you would love them. About yes. I think that's my irrational dislike is people who other people think I'm like. Because oh, it's yeah. always yes. that they remind like they're like, oh, you're like my friend, you're a lover. And then you yeah. turn up and you just you're just like, oh my god, I hate you. Yeah. Do you think that's what I'm like? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But the worry is it is to other Am people. I? Yeah, that's the yeah. It's like, oh, that's is this me? This is a oh, mirror. Mirror. Yeah. mirror. This is yeah. <laughs> it's it's the same with lookalikes as well. I never like that. Oh, I've seen this person who looks just like you, and they send you a picture of like a jacket potato, and it's like oh, I can't have that. That's not. That cannot be true. The worst lookalike I ever had was my agent, and she did laugh when she um, when she uh, phoned me, um, and it was to go to be um, a lookalike for a dramatization, and it was to be Camilla Parker Bowles. Mm. I know. And then, and I, I didn't go to the audition actually, because I thought I don't want to be in a room full of people who all look like me and we're all sort of hoping we don't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Someone who is hoping they're going to get the job. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, the only lookalike I get, well, is any other Asian comedian, male or female. Yeah. Any time. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. You look like Cindy yeah. V. I mean, do I? I don't think I do. <laughs> oh, any, any fat female comedians to me. They're like, wait, wait, here it is. Yeah. It's like, no. And also, it is a separate thing, but anytime I do anything, let's say on TV or whatever, people will always compare me to another Asian comedian. Oh, he's better than Nish, or he's worse than Ramesh. I'm like, there are other comedians. I could be better than Michael McIntyre, worse than Jason Manford. I don't know. But that's not my rational dislike. I don't mind racism. It's funny. Uh, I. <laughs> By the way, just the caveat to this is, 
I promise you, I'm a very easygoing person and very nice to be in a relationship with. But <laughs> I have a very irrational dislike for grammar and cutlery usage. Ooh. Explain. Okay. Cutlery usage. If people hold their knife and fork or actually say fork and knife instead of knife and fork, it drives me. It's like chalk. It's like fingernails on a board. I hate it if they don't the use it. Boarding school worked on you. You're yeah. absolutely right. You're so, but fork and knife. Who would say that? Who says it's fork insane. and knife? Oh, no. no. And he does it because he knows it irritates me. Yeah. Oh, that's think... different. That's a petty, that's a petty yeah, thing. But I when can people... support petty. I have. Basically, there is a positive correlation between... The women I've dated who use their knife and fork incorrectly and us not being together anymore. <laughs> there's, there's that. There's is it the holding the knife as a pen? Is that yes. the way? Yes. K-L-P. Yes. Yeah. No. And then grammar. Rob and I went to the park. Not Rob and me. Use your apostrophes properly. You know, sentence construction. I don't know why. It just really grates on me when people say the wrong thing in the wrong way. Well, the right thing in the wrong way. So those are mine. I know it's irrational. When my brother says, Rob and me are going to do this, I want to headbutt him. Is that wrong, Rob and me? It, it isn't, but it sounds wrong because I think it should be Rob and I. Uh, well, no. Yeah, I grew and up, I know, but now it's, it's changed, I think. People say no, Rob and not, me. It depends where it falls in the sentence, actually. Oh, <laughs> here we go. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of boarding school dick swinging going on today. <laughs> so I think if it's the ablative, no, oh. I can't remember what that word <gasps> oh. I've never heard that word. But, um, uh, yeah, it's basically, it, yeah, it's whether you're the subject or the object of the sentence. I can't remember those grammar yeah. rules. If, yeah, if it was no, fine, I'd go and look it up. So yeah. if you I'm say, just going to lead you guys to it. Um, like, <laughs> come with me, yes. right? That's me, right? So if you say, come with Rob and me. Yes. That's yeah. correct. Yes. But to but start you, the sentence. Yeah. Rob yes. and no. That's yeah. not right. So anyway, I know it's irrational. I don't like misspellings when I know you're capable of spelling better. Your grammatical <laughs> usage. <laughs> but the knife and fork thing is the one that's probably the most irrational of my all my dislikes. I love that. I know you can be better as the rationale <laughs> yeah. for it. So it's, you don't assume ignorance. You just what laziness. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you just don't want this to. This is be. the only language you speak. Do better. <laughs> I think because my spelling and punctuation and everything is so appalling. Sorry. Yeah, that I do get, I, well, also I get embarrassed for myself. You know, I've written, like I might have written a post and then go, oh God, did I do the wrong there? And then everyone will pounce on you or, you know, <laughs> no. the apostrophe thing. And I've stared at words going, I have no idea where the apostrophe goes on this word. They're always the ones that do well where I've like mistyped something or spelled yeah. something wrong by accident and then there's five retweets on it and I have to make the decision <laughs> it's like yeah that's a lot that's a lot of retweets that I can't yeah turn them individually yeah. and ask them to retweet it again yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it I have like deleted I have genuinely deleted tweets where I've noticed a typo from me and redone mm. it that's yeah. pathetic yeah it? at least you hold yourself oh, no, no, to the I same will, standards That's... i will cor i'll correct myself if i see it or if i realize that i did oh, yeah, that okay. wrong yeah. or if someone usually liam malone tells me what i've done wrong then i will <laughs> uh, i will take his correction and do it uh, and do it right because i don't want to be wrong but the cutlery thing i'm so with you and i can't bear people who don't know how to use cutlery correctly yeah. one of my children 
this is how much of an arse. I love the way you're distancing yourself. There was weirdly something distance about the way you said that. One of them. One of my children. I've got others that are better. Names will be changed to protect the guilty. I love him. I do. I really love him. But he knows that you are meant to use the cutlery in the, the fork in the left and the knife in the right. Yeah. But when he was about five, he decided he was doing it the other way. And to be honest, I was so grateful he'd stopped using his hands to eat that I just went, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm going to let it go. That'll do. And now that he has a moustache, he still does it in the wrong hands. And oh. Does I he have... hold the fork like he's about to stab someone? Is it in Honestly, the American, American I sit on the other way? Side. I sit opposite the other child so that I don't have to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, place mat. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Mummy loves you, but you know she can't watch you eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a coincidence, dear. <laughs> That's funny. Have you brought it up and he's just maintaining it to spite you or? He is just like, his character is that if he hasn't worked it out for himself, it's wrong. And if I've told him it's wrong. Definitely right. And it's just, you just gotta, you know, parent the child you get. And <laughs> 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 the imaginary child you thought Does... you were gonna get. And Does it, it work to use your knife and fork so in the other hand? It's so yeah. inefficient because you can't get the push. It's not, it's, and it's not even the left-handed child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is not that one. And so you can't get the push behind yeah. the knife. When, so if you're having yeah. something a bit tough, like mummy's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> like mummy's <laughs> food. I've unearthed it. We all find it irritating. We all find this irritating. Yes. Okay, so none yeah, of you would agree one. that that was an irrational dislike then. That's yeah. just a completely yeah. legitimate Sorry, I didn't get the brief, did yeah. I? Sorry. <laughs> Anyone got one that's not cutlery-based? I just wrote Nina. <laughs> Who's Nina? Who is Nina? Nina? <laughs> is any of your... Do you have a daughter called Nina? It's not one of my children. Um, it's just this woman I met and I just really hated her. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, just sometimes you do just get that chemical dislike of someone. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yes, but, it's sort of a visceral and I can't put my finger on it, but yeah, I just, just don't like it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, her. But I can't go into more details of where I met her or anything because. Um, well, you live in Bristol. Yeah, Lynn Bristol, she's done a lot of work on herself. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's not ir irrational. No, yeah. anyone who's too, like, focused on... Oh. Yeah, on themselves, yeah. because they're so important. But they also think that that makes them a better person. We go, but that's the most selfish thing you can do, yeah. isn't it? To just focus on yourself. And well, I've really improved myself. And I feel okay. this today or that today. I'm no. centering oh. myself. Yeah. I have got an irrational dislike. I think it is irrational. Cast your mind back to the heady days when we were allowed out to use the trains and the tubes and all those mm. things. And, you know, you want to meet a friend, you're excited about it, you're about to walk to the ticket gate and the person in front of you, when they get to the ticket gate, somehow get surprised that there's a ticket gate and you need to get your <laughs> ticket out. So they spend five minutes rummaging through their fucking bag looking for the fucking ticket. And you're just there going, hurry uh... the fuck up. How, how do you not know this was about to happen? What you're saying is you hate people who aren't Londoners. <laughs> Londoners yeah. A Londoner will have that, they'll have a special uh, pocket yeah. in their bra. Cow. I'm ready. Whatever. 
I was so nervous of that when I first moved to London that I just constantly had my Oyster card in my hand. From beginning to end. I just look to my forehead and start headbutting the thing to let people know. (laughs) Like, I'm doing my best, guys. (laughs) You should get like a pee badge. You know, people are trying. Like, I'm new here, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. That's that's a good idea. Yeah. Let's, Let's give... Yeah, that's it. Let's give stickers to any immigrants to London, no matter where they're from in the country. I can't see a problem with that. <laughs> no. I can't see a problem. The fact that like, the TFL did have to make posters that, like, be patient with people. Some people take longer. There's a lot <laughs> yeah, about yeah, who yeah. we are as people. Doesn't it? Oh, I, go, I go home to Cardiff and I want to push people out of the way. Yeah. Oh, and the stand, when they stand on the escalator. Yeah. My mum does that. Oh, God, and I will go down and excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, and make them stand on the right. This is for us to go down. They're the same people who somehow take up all the space on the pavement when they're walking. Have you noticed they somehow position themselves in the middle and the way they move, you kind of can't go around them. Oh, my God, I'm quite difficult to be in a relationship with, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) I think you're right. (laughs) Thank you, Joe. If we've learned anything from uh, COVID-19, it's hopefully... Spatial awareness <laughs> that people on pavements will behave better in the future. Yes, and people will have died, but I think it's worth it. <laughs> it could be worth it. <laughs> if these people have finally learned. Yeah. It's like runners who come too close. And since COVID, people are annoyed by that in a way that is valid and justifiable. Whereas even mm. when there's not a disease, I don't care that there's very little likelihood of catching it. I still don't want someone breathing and sweating, yeah, sweating right next to my yeah. face. Like, yeah. Isn't it so hard not to just stick a foot out? <laughs> yeah. Well, who's saying we don't sometimes? Yeah, I'm yeah, certainly. Please. That would learn them, wouldn't it? That yeah. could be their yeah. embarrassing injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got too close to an angry yeah. lady. Yeah, Joe Caulfield. <laughs> Joe, Joe Caulfield tripped me up just when I started my jog. I've just come back from a nine-month leg injury, and I've got another nine-month leg injury. It used to be such a fat. <laughs> I just when I was, my, de- I just when I was dead, she kicked me again. <laughs> I broke my foot, and I've broken it again, thanks to Joe Caulfield. Oh, I've definitely done that. I don't see anything wrong. Tough love, yeah. I think that makes us better people that we have these impulses, but we don't act on them. I think Agreed. that makes me a better person than someone Agreed. who never thinks that. Agreed. I've done a lot of work on myself and now I don't hardly do it anymore yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't manifest in behavior anymore. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Onwards. <laughs> Onwards. Oh. Um, yeah. Anyway, travel. Remember travel? Oh. It's nice, isn't it? Mm. I miss everything. I miss things that I don't want from the trolley because it's the only thing that's left on a train. Miss being angry at other passengers. I'm so angry. Oh my God, the anger sometimes. But I I I only say because I travel a lot because I moved to Edinburgh and didn't realise how far away it was. (laughs) So a lot of that train and I will, uh, like I won't sit in the seat I'm given if this other people come on near me because i don't think that's fair if i book my seat then what they do is they just they fill them all up so if you don't <laughs> book your seat then you often get to sit in f where there's nobody well that doesn't i'm being punished for booking early so often yes. i'll this is my tip to you my life hack is go go to the end carriages or ask the guy what's unclassified and then often you can sit in there with nobody yeah. annoying around yeah. you yeah. do you ever ask someone to move from the seat 
they've so you've reserved and someone sat in your seat do you ever ask them? oh god of course yeah really? yeah, yeah of if course. you don't want it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> If it's a good seat, if it's a good seat, yeah, yeah definitely. Obviously, I, on yeah. the table drinking cans, I'd do it. I've, I've seen, I've seen the whole story. I've seen a guy get really angsty with a fat. There was a table seat, and three of them were sat at the table seat, and he was like, "This is my seat. I'm going to sit here. You need to move," and he just wouldn't budge. And as they were picking all their stuff up, he goes, "What carriage is this?" <laughs> <laughs> Always oh, nothing more satisfying than that. Oh, uh, I was like, you uh, quick move. Oh, uh, I know. And like when somebody, you know, they've got the wrong ticket and they're eyeing up your seat. You're like, now nah, you've read the row wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah come on, ask me. Yeah. Ask Look me at the move. carriage. It's always the carriage yeah, number that gets the yeah. Look at the carriage. Yeah. yeah. Look very similar. I yeah. understand. And the, and the, yeah. yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely, like, even as quite a young woman like on my traveling on my own gone up to quite a burly bloke and gone oh this is my seat if i've reserved it and and got them out mm, which i'm yeah. quite proud of but That's then equally if, if i get there and there's like a family of four sitting at the table with small children and crayons and yeah crap and i'm just not you know i'm not gonna what if it's what them. if it's two lads having like knocking back some special brew i'll sit down with them I love okay. that. yeah <laughs> i was gonna say that sounds like a party um okay. Yeah, I found because I've got this time hop thing, which is just like this house of horrors, which shows you all your social media from the last 10 years. And it's particularly oh, brutal now as we cross into the time when my life just stopped existing. But yesterday there was one where I'd sat on a train for two hours and been judged by a man for opening a gin and tonic, despite the fact he'd let his child watch an iPad with no headphones for the full journey <gasps> no, and no, no. periodically hit me with a stick. And I was like, how am I in the wrong here? And I miss that. I miss being righteously angry. Yeah. yeah. Or occasionally, yeah, in a positive way, bonding with people over hatred of other people. Oh, I love yeah. that. Can be really nice. And then we're the considerate people and they're the bastards. Yeah. No, yeah. I love that. Beautiful yeah. moment of humanity when you meet someone's eyes and you, you both know. Yeah. It's true. I love all the unspoken conversations <laughs> people have when they travel. There's so many of them. It's great. It is really. Great. I'm I'm such a gobshite that I usually have them spoken. I really I I love like I I love meeting people on the train and chatting to randoms. I'm sorry. I know I'm going to get chucked out of the comedians club for this, but um I do. I just I just love strike up. I once had this long delayed journey with this bloke, and we sat next to each other, and we were like they were like we're going to be delayed for hours going up or down to Scotland, and uh and we went we drank two and a half bottles of wine or something between us in, in that journey and chatted away. And the next day I said to my husband, you know, we were talking about it the other day and he went, no, we weren't. And I went, I'm sure it was you. And, <laughs> and because we'd both had our sort of heads against the headrest, it was like we were lying in bed. Lying in bed and I was like, no, it was this random bloke on the train. <laughs> It felt the same. Same energy. Oh, it's like that on long flights though. It's like nine hours, two meals, you watch a film together, you, you feel like a bond has been yeah. Yeah, I've had relationships that were long, shorter, shorter. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, I just miss travel so much. <laughs> Even the bad I bits. I don't I don't really like travel. 
but I do like being places. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could, if I could, if I could just, you know, I just be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would love that. I love just being in a weird, another city Place. and yeah, people watching isn't... and yeah. drinking coffee that tastes different and eating pastries. Mostly I don't, I don't mind the actual travel. I think weirdly, I quite like airports because there's shops. Um, and also, I remember, I'm old enough to remember, my first trip going abroad was on a bus to Athens. Oh, so, nice. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> me and my friends were 17 and you had to, we came down to London and the buses used to go from Russell Square. They were set off all the way to Athens and it took wow. about two and a half days. It was called the Magic Bus. And also it was before the euro. So if you didn't have currency, millions of different currency, then you'd yeah. stop someone and go, oh, we can't eat in Yugoslavia because we don't have <laughs> whatever <laughs> currency they have, you know. So it's incredible what, it took you two coffee. and a half days to get there. Yeah. And then of course, two and a half days back, which is when you'd all be there looking at your tans fading, going, oh, well, by the time we get back, we're not going to be brown anymore. Which was the only reason we went anywhere was to get brown. Well, so I'm Same still amazed here. at the Same quickness here, of everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we went on one of those school trips. Well, I don't know if you had one of these because you went to a very different school to me, um, which was just the teachers disguising a booze cruise oh, as a day brilliant. trip. <gasps> so we were, yeah, we drove to France and back, but we went, the activities they planned for us were shit. <laughs> Like, activities what going to a supermarket yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we went to a shopping center we went to watch chocolate made in what felt like someone's house in a really remote That's <laughs> and we all paid about 100 pound each for the privilege awesome. <laughs> Unbelievable I, sent son, I sent my son off to a trip to germany when he was allowed and it was 16 hours on the coach and they went to the Christmas markets. It was 16 hours in the Christmas markets and then 16 hours in oh, the coach. I, mean, I was just, I was like, are you sure? And he was like, I haven't had a poo for four days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds, uh, I'd watch a thriller called 16 about that, the journey to a German market in Germany and back. That would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, slight, slightly different school trip vibe, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Tense. I know. It did feel tense then. I know. Yeah. Things that you know that are a waste of mental space. Cutlery holding. Cutlery. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Why be angry three times a day? Oh no. <laughs> yes, three, no. five. It's a lot of anger, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah. You wish you didn't know. You wish you didn't know the right way. Yeah. 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 But it's such timed anger as well. It must be, am I hungry or is it angry time? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh no. Pavlovian, yeah. even if you haven't got a meal, this yeah. is the time of day where you're like, why it. am I mad? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, the thing that a waste of space because it is a con, is, uh, and I can't believe it's still going on and it comes off my feed all the time, is bloody um, meditation. I'm not against meditation, although I can't do it because um, I just get angry at the people's voices. Um, but that it's obviously shite. If people are like the people who get in touch with themselves and go, you can you can have inner peace, but mainly, it's monks. 
You know, when people go, oh, I went to Thailand and these monks yeah. and they're so wise. You know why they have got inner peace? Because they don't pay any fucking bills. What are they're you clicking on to get these adverts? I just get dungarees. You know, those, yeah, it's any of those kind of, yeah, I'm a lot of those, it's, you know, people usually in California and they're, you know, and they're meditating and it's obviously they see my angry post and go, she needs help. We'll try and help her. She needs to find herself and centre herself. Oh, I'm yeah. centre, centre, centre. But it was when, and you know, they go and you go to this place and you feel really, because you're not living a normal life. Life, yeah. You're, you've, you've opted out of life. So obviously yeah. we all feel, like I feel really calm in the garden, but I can't spend all day you know, no. doing mindless tasks in the garden. I feel right, And if you were a horticulturalist, right, you would still have to deal with your taxes and all yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, you'd exactly. be going, well, they're not fucking growing. Are they not growing? You know, <laughs> you be right. yeah. yeah. Very quickly, real life yeah. would make you tense again. And it's supposed to. You're not meant to be just constantly calm and yeah. at peace. Yeah. I don't know what personality I'd have left if I wasn't, like, petty and... <laughs> 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 We've stripped you away and yeah. there's nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> I had to give up on my mission to stop drinking caffeine. I was like, I don't know what's left of me without this. Yeah. I did too. I did too. I was like, actually, I think coffee's giving me this panic attack feeling. And so I took three days off and then I went, oh, no, I haven't done nothing. I haven't got anything done. <laughs> Back on it. Just feel panicky. It's fine. Accept it. <laughs> Yeah, it's productive at least. It's a productive panic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I can't switch off either. So I can't, if I'm not doing things, I'm aware that I'm not doing them. I can't enjoy downtime yeah, because absolutely. of the guilt. It's like homework guilt, but 20 years too late. Like, yeah. I should be revising for my GCSEs. There's still some track in my mind that's probably thinking about that. Should I be revising? And yeah. I should have. I should have. I got a two-two at my degree. I should have been revising. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> I spent more yeah. time. Well, you know, does anyone care saying. now? Does anyone care now? No How does it come up? Look at us thriving. <laughs> no, because I don't. I just don't tell the truth now because no one checks. It's a two-one for me. Yeah. <laughs> Self-allocated. Oh, <laughs> Also, what I love about that is that you had an opportunity to lie and you still went for second best. Like, oh, yeah, it has to be believable, Isha. I'm not a fool. I love that. <laughs> That's a bit like lying about your age. The fact you said 2-2 two, two makes me think she totally failed, totally failed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't got a degree. She did yeah, go to university. Yeah, because yeah. you would lie better than that. Yeah. I've just got debt. I've just got debt. Nothing <laughs> to show for it. Oh, but I got to wear the outfit and the hat. So that's nice. Oh, that's I'm lovely. sure that was worth the money. I had to, I had to wear, because I was a deputy head of my house. I had to wear the robe around. I loved it. I absolutely fucking loved it. I, I didn't know what this, a robe around is. It was like the blue robe that you wear basically as a take off the hat and the robe that you've got left. I used to wear that in school as deputy head of house, just handing out detentions to seven year olds. It was great. Uh, we had badges at it. my school. <laughs> that's the same. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we had, yeah. No, we had badges. Yeah, ties. <laughs> and a different tie. Yeah. Purple ties. Yeah. It was all yeah. nonsense. What happened to my permanent record <laughs> that I was told was blighted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something to not waste your mental space on is yeah. National Record of Achievement at school or whatever it's called. Yeah. None of it matters. <laughs> really agonised over that personal statement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a waste of time. No one read it. Yeah. I think my mum's probably still got it. She's a hoarder. 
I saw a school report and what was weird was I thought, oh God, I'm exactly the same. It just shows we don't change. And it's a school report from when I was like eight or something. And it just said, if Joe concentrates, she can solve problems, but she doesn't concentrate. And I went, oh God, they are so right. right. <laughs> and I still exactly the same. You know, it's like doing something from Ikea. Like if you leave me alone in a room, I can do it. But if uh, if someone else will do it for me, I'll go, oh, that's hard. Yeah, could you? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm yeah. the same. Yeah. Absolutely the same. Yeah. Well, you're not wasting mental energy on it, are you? No. Exactly. I've got well thoughts done. to have. Shut that off. <laughs> You've exfoliated it. Yeah. Well, unbelievably, we've come to the end of the oh. hour. Oh, oh no. That's to go so quickly. So quickly. So, um, while I do the maths on the scores. Oh, the I've scores. Been, I've, been, I've been keeping a score. Basically, oh. anything that I enjoyed or found funny gets a point. That is brutal. <laughs> that is a brutal score. Yeah. This is rewinding in their brain. What I oh, uh, I've got another one for travel. Louise has got no excuse. You've played before. Louise played when it was a Twitch show that I was doing just for attention last summer. So <laughs> now you're doing this for attention. Big yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> Small money. <laughs> I think it's like fifteen pound per thousand listens for advertising. Nice. Woo! I'll just send it to my family. You'll be sorted. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Put it around if yeah. you would. That'd be great. So, um, Isham, where can we find you? People who've loved this. People who also have strong views about cutlery. Well, uh, on all my socials, I'm called Michael Packintyre. So look for me on that uh, and. If you if you are if you are watch, listening to this between the dates of March the eighth, twenty twenty one, and March the twentieth, twenty twenty one, go on ITV where you can see me on the stand up sketch show talking about the time I wrapped my own testicle around itself. That should have been about. Oh God! I can't believe that didn't come up here. Well, I didn't yeah. want to repeat material. You know, oh, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I want to show range. And Joe, where can we find more of you? Um, I'm on Twitter. Um, Finally. Yes, yes back um, after being banned. Um, so I'm Joe underscore Caulfield. I'm on Instagram at Caulfield J, I think it is. Yes. So I do put up things. Um, and that's it. I'm around doing gigs on Zoom. Yes, that, same. Yep, 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 yep. Soon back in real life we hope yes july i believe dates are coming in yes dates are booked in yeah and louise what are you, what are you doing apart from um you know Mostly living your best life in your mandem trying to keep the children broadly alive and um <laughs> uh, you can find me on twitter at at magic lady for some oh that's nice yeah and uh special magic lady on instagram and louise lee the posh way l-e-i-g-8 is it Posh? I don't know. She's fancy. Very fancy. Unbelievably, it was a tie, which doesn't How? typically happen. Okay. I just That's you terrible the for apparently. the loser then. The loser is really a loser. So what? It's a tie between three of us? All of you, yeah. Oh, that's so all right. We've got then. the same amount of points. <laughs> How many points was that? Just so I know. Um, you had 20 each. 20 points? It's actually quite a point. high score. This is quite a high scoring episode. Wow. <laughs> Who really made you laugh? You, I loved it. I, I, wish we, I wish I heard the laughter. 
<laughs> I'm too fatigued from being a Zoom audience. I'm so tired. I had to be front row last week and I was one of three people in the front row at this oh, show. Oh, God, that's And the day. pressure was intense. Yeah, I understand that, yeah. Oh, face ache. Exhausted. Just from looking supportive. Sometimes like... it is a bit like doing a show like on a Tuesday evening in Edinburgh. It's just got the audience there just going, I really want to laugh, but this is not the time. Yeah. I'm not used to concentrating on anything that much, but you can't like scroll on your phone or go make a cup of tea. You have to be there. Oh. and yeah and, and constantly looking interested you can't kind of yeah. go oh this is really not interesting you've got to be there <laughs> i've got one from a gig that i did the other day where uh i went on after somebody done some very questionable material and i was just full chrissy teigen face throughout because the person who did the gig hadn't worked out how to spotlight people so right. i was there like in the brady bunch sat like in the middle going like can i <laughs> like, am i allowed <laughs> I'm allowed to disclose something that I have done on a Zoom gig very yes. recently. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tell you. Go on. <laughs> in the middle of, I was in a 20 minute set, about eight minutes in, I don't know what happened, maybe because I'm 36 now, I was bursting. It just, out of nowhere, it was like, you need, you need to go now. So I turned my camera off and decided to go by aiming so that there was no war and basically the whole time it was like oh mate your camera's off and like, ah, i was trying to make jokes while having a piss at the same time they didn't zoom. know they no. didn't and then i got back and I was like, oh guys i don't know what happened there let's carry on power, power, power. fine fine you can be the winner you tried to <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i honestly would have just let it drip i'd have just soaked my sofa <laughs> yeah. you've got your support knickers you could have just done it then that's not what they're for oh okay <laughs> Yeah, making you look acceptable. Okay. The outside world. Oh my God. Well, on that note, you've been listening to Comedy Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all my brilliant guests. You are now free to go. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't like it, I've been Sean Walsh and this is What's Upset You Now. The USP is It's Only 15 Minutes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.